Hello everyone, welcome back to American Born Confused Daisy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Krishna Ajari. And I'm your other co-host, Justin Badiga. Today we have a very special guest, Priya Sharma. Before we get started with today's episode, why don't you go ahead and tell a little bit about yourself and our listeners. Hi everyone, my name's Priya and I make TikTok videos about fan life, cooking, my spice mix, and yeah, we currently left our jobs as mining engineers. And yeah, we live in a van, but we're in an apartment right now because of lockdown. Wow. Okay, so now that you guys know Priya, we're going to get to know her a little bit better, and we're going to start with an icebreaker. So, Joe Snow, why don't you start us off by telling us which decade would you fit best in? Okay, I say in the 90s, probably because I'm into the high-rise jeans, crop tops, tank tops, and I really like the type of fashion, mm-hmm. and I still continue to wear that type of fashion now. So I'd have to go with the 90s era. How about you, Priya? Um, what era would I fit into? Probably the 2000s, because I love just wearing basic clothes, mm-hmm. baggy, just the, that really basic look. Yeah. I'm really into that. Yeah. I love how, like, now, I used to think that, like, each year a different decade came back. Like, I felt like it was the 90s a couple of years ago with, like, the scrunchies and the high-rise jeans. But I feel like now you could wear early 2000s or 90s or 80s and people will still think that it's fashionable. But I'm gonna have, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the 70s. I love the whole, like, hippie, groovy, groovy, not groovy, vibe. And I, like, love the slang. And that's actually a good Halloween costume now that I think about it might save that one but yeah I feel like if I could go back to the 70s I think I would enjoy it all right so getting into the questions Priya what inspired you to travel around the world as well as make various dishes on your TikTok account so what inspired me to travel around the world when my partner and I were in our final year of university we went on exchange to Austria for six months and you know, we're in Europe, traveling around, and we realize that this is what we want our life to be. We don't want to get a job, work nine to five, and that be the rest of our lives. So Mm -hmm. we made that decision when we were 21. And when we started to work, we decided, look, what we really want to do is save money so that we can leave our jobs and live a life where we're traveling. So that was what I, what made us get into that. And what inspired me to do cooking videos is I grew up in a household, you know, I'm a Western Indian, grew up in Australia, Indian background, and we ate various types of dishes at home. You know, we, we would eat pizza, but it wasn't your Italian pizza. It was an Indian version of a pizza. Yeah. When we would have pasta, it was not like irregular pasta when we had burgers it wasn't like an australian burger it was indianified with like wow. you know alu tiki burger so mm-hmm. that's something that i like to share with everyone and 
food like who doesn't like food yeah that's amazing that's That's so young you guys were just like let's travel the world let's leave our jobs i feel like that's so brave a lot of people would like say it but it's all talk like let's sail the world let's get a road like let's get a car and road trip everywhere but that that young you were like let's quit everything and just go live our lives to the fullest it's incredible well, well, we didn't quit our jobs when we were 21. We didn't have jobs yet. Mm. So we had like our part-time job. We were working for five years. So we quit our jobs last year in September. Wow. That's insane. That's great. Yeah. Like, I would never expect anyone to do it. Like Krishna said, everyone just like talk about it. They're like, oh, I'm going to quit my job in this. Or, oh, I'm just going to do this and travel the world and live my life. And they all say it but they never take the initiative to do it. And that's Mm -hmm. great that you guys actually did it. It's like, you're discovering yourself in a way. Personally, I love your videos. I'm just gonna be like a fangirl here. (laughs) I saw them like a while back. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wanna try these dishes and just like make them, because they're so good. And then like your hair videos, I'm just like, (laughs) I watch every single one of them. I'm like, oh my God, these are just amazing. Like, here on the side, but. Thank you, (laughs) thank you. Well, how old are you girls? We're, um, I'm 16. I'm about to yeah. turn 16 in two weeks. Oh, cute. Yeah. You guys are babies. <laughs> I'm 27. Wow, yeah. So yeah. speaking of TikTok and your content that we love so dearly, um, how did you create your TikTok just for fun or just like download it as a joke like everyone else? Or did you really want to go for the uh, for a creative outlet? I downloaded it for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I downloaded it in September 2019, and a lot of my For You page was, like, Western Indians and us making fun of, like, our own culture, which is funny. Like, it's funny <laughs> when we make fun of it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then if you scroll down to the real very, very bottom of my feed, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of content where, like, I was making kind of, like, comedy content. I wouldn't classify it as comedy. I'm not funny. <laughs> but, um... It was just that, and then I slowly started to trickle food into it, and now, for me, it's like a pure creative outlet. Like, it started off as just a bit of fun, and now I'm just in love with it. Like, I love making videos. Yeah, I feel like that happened with a lot of, like, TikTok creators. We all just kind of were like, oh, this is a fun app, and, like, people dance, and they make fun of their culture in, like, a good way, and it's all just, like, light, but I feel like now it's still light, but people are incorporating, like, their talents and different, like, aspects of their life that they love so much, and to be able to share that with literally the entire world and find other people that have common interests with you, I feel like that's why I love the platform so much. Exactly. Like, look at you guys. You're all the way in America, and that's how you found me. Yeah. It's amazing connecting mm-hmm. with, like, because I only know Western Australians in Australia, but mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, we're, we're, in, we're in Australia, too. <laughs> like, obviously, I knew that, but it wasn't until TikTok till it really clicked. Mm-hmm. I really feel like TikTok opened up with this whole other, like, connection for other people because yeah. personally i downloaded it three years ago as a joke i was like i'm just bored might as well just scroll through it and then now yeah it's still on my phone i'm still scrolling through it whenever i'm bored it's like i can't find myself to delete it like if mm-hmm. i delete it i go back and download it again like another 10 minutes later because i have nothing better to do but then exactly. again, the yeah. on tiktok is amazing i love it because 
it's nothing like you can practically do anything you want. You can pick up garbage off the floor. You can literally walk on the street and you'd get like over twenty million likes for that. It's <laughs> nothing. And like you won't get judged based off your like content. Everyone yeah. loves it. They hype you up. They're like, Oh my gosh, I love that content. I love what you're doing. Keep it up and they always boost your emotion and they boost you up and all not and start tearing you down. Yeah. There are probably gonna be one or two people who like kinda hate on that content, but nobody in TikTok takes that personally. They just say mm-hmm. whatever and they like be themselves, which I love about that platform. Yeah. I don't wanna speak for anyone else, but like I feel like rarely when I go on the app and look at comments I never see like negative comments. Everything's usually like boosting everyone up, getting them to post more content, like seeing what they're about as a person. I rarely see like negative comments bringing someone down or bashing on them for being a person. Oh, that's funny that you say that. Like, I must just notice the negative comments. <laughs> no. I definitely noticed that they're all negative. Yeah. But it's good to see that you, as someone who views a video, you don't really look for that, which yeah. is good. In almost all your videos that you post on TikTok, you mentioned your dad's famous spice mix. How yes. did it get created and what was the push that you had during selling it to others? So the way that it started was when I was 21, moved out of home, started working. Um, what happened was I didn't know how to cook. So I grew up in a household where my mom's a housewife, really fortunate that we could have that. And yeah, I I never stepped foot in the kitchen. Um, I obviously saw my mom cooking. I learned a lot by simply seeing her do whatever she does Mm -hmm. and subconsciously like I knew how to cook, but I didn't. So I'm sure you guys have the same, a masaldani, the tin which has all the spices in it. My mom bought me the same when I moved out and I could not get the combination right. (laughs) I would come home from work, I would work 14 hour days and at the end of it when you have to like make yourself food, it's just the last thing you want to do because you know when you're at home your mom always just has food ready. So I would like bring it up to my parents and be like I can never get the masala quantity right. And they would try and tell me over the phone. Anyway, six months has gone by. I still am having horrible food. Sometimes it tastes really good. Sometimes it tastes really bad. And my dad says, don't worry, I'll make you a spice mix. So simply just sprinkle this spice mix on your food, boil your veggies, sprinkle this on, and you'll you'll be done. It'll taste good. So he makes it and... I've been using this since 2016. Wow. Then fast forward to 2019, December, I make a TikTok video where I'm making my dal. And like always, mm-hmm. instead of doing a tarka, I always just get a spoonful of the spice mix and I just add it to the dal. Always been doing that. So I cook with the, the spice mix maybe three to four times a week because it's that good. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, I add it in and everyone starts asking. They're like, what is this spice mix? Um, How are we supposed to get it? Because I refer to the spice mix as dad's special spice mix. And they're like, oh, what is it? Um, And then I keep posting videos because I keep making TikTok videos. And I actually always use the spice mix in my cooking. So I start going and then I add this. And I'm starting to feel a bit guilty because... 
no one else can access this, but I use it all the time. So I had put a little Etsy link in my TikTok bio. So I had a bit of spice mix. If anyone wanted some, I'd just send them some. I didn't have that many orders, just a few here and there. And then the people who did get the spice mix loved it. And they were like, I want more. So I said, wow, like, okay, I need to get the kitchen approved. I need to get some nutritional label. I need to make this legit. Mm -hmm. So again, I wasn't really sharing it with anyone on TikTok that I was selling. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got everything approved, had packaging ready. And I just had a little link still, just a little Etsy link. And anyone who wanted to go bought it. And I, I got to a point where I had like a hundred reviews and I was like, oh my God, people are loving this. (laughs) So then I, um, created my own website. I got a designer to help me. She's actually in America as well. So she helped me out. She helped me with a logo. We got more packets and got it on Amazon America and yeah people are just loving it so it just started off as a household recipe that i brought onto tiktok and people loved it that's incredible that's like amazing because in all your videos you have your dad's spice mix and i'm like i always wonder what is it but you know like it's basically all the spices you need in that one bag and you yeah just put it in. it's perfect yes because remember my mom cooks She's like, she puts all these different, different spices. Mm-hmm. And my worry is, what if I put too much of it? Yes. Too less I don't know how much to put. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, I can't do this. It's too complicated. So I'm like, I put little by little by little. Yeah. Like, is this good enough? Is this good enough? Yeah. My mom gets so annoyed. She's like, you know what? I'll cook instead. And yeah. then she goes in the kitchen. So like yeah. to have that, it's like a comfort in a way. Like, okay, I won't mess this food up. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's perfect. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. Like, that's probably why I cook with it so much because, like, I know that if I'm making something and I add this to it, it'll taste good. It doesn't matter what I'm making. That guarantee is nice, yeah. I feel like whenever I cook, like, pasta or, like, fajitas, those are, like, my two, like, solid dishes that I've gotten down. I just throw in salt, pepper, pepper flakes, like, all sorts of different, like, parsley, oregano, basil. I'll just throw it in and I'll not really think about, like, I'll just kind of do, like, you know, like the chef's handful. I'll just put however much feels good. But I feel like exactly. with in- yeah, I feel like with Indian cooking, you have to like not measure, but know specifically how much you're gonna put. Otherwise, it'll be too spicy and it'll be like too overpowering. Especially because all of the spices are so concentrated. So I feel like mm-hmm. I never know how much to put, and the dish is ruined then. Exactly. Yeah. But you learn with experience. Like now, I can make a proper tarka, no issues. But yeah. in the beginning, it's really, it's really hard. It mm-hmm. really is. So all of the content that you've been posting, how would you say your feedback has been from your family and friends? Um. Well, I never told my friends. Like to date, I've never told a single friend that I make TikTok wow. videos. They have found, they've, yeah. they've, when we hang out, they're like, so you make TikTok videos. My friend at work was telling me. So they, they're like, they're more reactive to the fact that their friend told them at work. It's like, ah, like they haven't really seen my videos yet. They don't have TikTok. They haven't downloaded it. It's more that they've heard from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, 
My mom watches my TikTok videos like every single day. She's Aww. always checking like if I'm going live, so that's super cute. Um, but yeah, like everyone's been pretty normal about it. That's really yeah. That's interesting because normally when we um, talk to different influencers on TikTok and Instagram, and they have their own small businesses, a lot of them say that like their family was like right there at the beginning, and they've just kind of seen them through it. They've been there like supporting them and like that's interesting that you didn't tell any of your friends they found you that's like yeah, that's no, insane. I don't tell a single person yeah it's crazy okay. honestly <laughs> how would you say the feedback you got from your fans was like the video like viewers and all well my loyal followers who like you know they're there every day for the videos they're always lovely they're super supportive when a video goes viral and a video starts reaching like a new audience Mm -hmm. everyone's kind of like it's the same initial like what is this like why is she brushing her hair all the time why is she drinking from a cup (laughs) so um it's I think it's just the same reaction that people have initially is always the same but then they'll either become loyal they'll stop following or they'll stop watching but like my loyal followers are amazing yeah that's great so okay looking at your tiktok account you're almost at 1 million followers which is a big amount and it's a great deal so do you have any celebration plans for your followers or anything that you're planning on posting for content wise i haven't actually thought about it what should i do do you guys have any suggestions the only thing is yeah Oh, yeah, like a special dish. That'd be interesting. I would do, like, a live and, like, everyone ask questions about what your plans are. Like, it's, like, kind of, like, stage two for your TikTok account. Yeah. Okay. Those are good ideas. I can do that. I would, like, collab. I could make, like, a samosa. Because I haven't made a samosa recipe yet. That sounds good. Do you know um, Shreya Cooks? She's on TikTok as well. You guys should do a collab. I would love to see that. It's so hard, though, because she's in America. So I did a collab with Cooking with Aya, because she's in Sydney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. I did a collab with her, but Mm -hmm. doing a collab, like, digitally is really hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to, like, make that work. But I will come to America soon, so then I can meet up with her and we can do it then. That would be really fun. I would love to yeah. see that. Yep. So if you could have any influencer, kind of like our question before, would you if you could pick a collaboration with an influencer, who would you choose and why? Um Gordon Ramsay. Ooh. <laughs> I would love to see him just, like, yell and go off, but love the spice anyway. That, I would love to do a collab with Gordon Ramsay. Like, if we're thinking big here, let's go, like... All the way, yeah. He's scary at the same time, but also, he's the person I'd actually want to, like, meet. And, like, just be like, look at my cooking. I know it's bad, but how bad? (laughs) I think that, though, he would be really nice. Yeah, I feel like in person he's nice. Like... I don't know. I think he wouldn't be as horrible as people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they always make chefs out to be really, like, 
destroying and like soul crushing whenever they show them on like master chef mm. every time i watch that show the, like there's never like the nice judge they're always just so hardcore and i'm like they can't actually be like that every single day no yeah, they zoom it in on those horrible moments <laughs> when he's like yelling at a chef or he's like yeah some words they zoom in on that one moment and then they leave it there for like like 20 minutes it's him yelling and then they zoom out they don't show the good parts of it i start to wonder is there even good parts <laughs> here's me every time i think yeah. of master chef i think of uh, chef joe maggiano he's like a famous italian chef every time i think of it he just throw i just remember this part where on the show he just threw away a whole plate he hated the dish so much he took it off the stand walked over to the nearest garbage can and threw away the whole plate along with the dish that's all i think about and i'm like that it must have been so soul crushing to the person who made the dish oh my god i think i would die i would do like i would just i don't think i don't think i would even cry i think i would just stand there just in utter shock just (laughs) internally dying yeah for sure (laughs) I don't know being crushed and I'd be like, God damn, what did I do? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so ever since you started your TikTok account and gained, gained like a great following of it, do you think your life has changed any sort? I mean, it's changed in the way that... It's changed in a good way. Mm-hmm. So in the sense that like I'm able to do what I want, like create content. It's changed in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's changed in the way that like people are mining for spice mix. If I didn't have this platform, like how would I get the spice mix out there? Mm-hmm. So it's changed in a way that I never imagined, but in such an amazing way. For sure. So one of the most interesting things about you when I first found you on TikTok and when Justin and I like saw you on our pages was that you live in Australia, you're from Sydney, but you're Desi. So what's your favorite thing about that very uh, unique combination? The food. Like, like people ask me like, so where are you from? And it's like, well, I was born in Australia, so I'm... Australian. My passport says Australian, but my parents are from India, and my everything that makes me up, a lot of it is Indian. So mm-hmm. I am Australian Indian. It's a new category. Like people try <laughs> and new divide and go, "Are you Australian? Are you Indian?" I'm neither. I'm Australian Indian. Mm-hmm. So and the Australian comes first because I think in English. That's my way of defining it. Like, what what language do you guys think in? English. English. Yeah. So that's why the Australian is first. But I mean, the movies I watch, the food I eat, the clothes that I wear on festivals, the language that I speak to my parents is Indian. So Mm -hmm. what I love about the combination would have to be the food. (laughs) The food and the clothes. And I love them all. The food, the clothes, the movies. I grew up watching Bollywood movies, dancing to them with my friends, like, for sure. Kind of interesting sidebar question. Who do you like root for in the Olympics or like the World Cup? Australia. Oh, Australia. okay, for sure. Yeah, I do. I my partner said roots for India. Ooh. Oh. 
That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I root for Australia in that. Again, like I'm Australian Indian. I'm Australian first with everything Indian making up a lot of me. Mm-hmm. That's good. How do you hope to influence your followers through your content? Like food they post, traveling, creating your own business through that. How do you hope to influence them? Living your best life, whatever that is. I'm simply sharing me trying to live my best life. Like at the end of the day, it is snippets. Like you see one minute or 30 seconds. So I'm sharing my best version of myself. Like that's what you guys need to try and do for yourself. Like constantly, all the time. And that's what I'm always trying to do for myself. So that's all I'm trying to encourage here. Just living your best life whatever that is, ignoring, in a, in a healthy way, ignoring what like friends and family might think, but doing the best for yourself first. That's the quote of the day. Yeah. That was really motivational. I love that. I'm not gonna lie, that was actually pretty motivational. Yeah. <laughs> like many of like, the content creators, they, um, they don't post content that they want. Like personally, I feel like the big TikTokers, like in the US, like Addison Ray or like, Josh, which is like all these different, different TikTokers, like Charlie D'Amelio, they mm-hmm. post because I feel like their manager tells them to post. Like, I try to say times. It's like any issue going on, it's not their personal opinion that what they're saying. It's like my manager told me to say this issue is a serious issue and told me to say I need to do something about it. So I'm going to do it, not them personally going to do something about it. Yeah. So I feel like living the life how you want it to be and like pursuing it yourself, not listening to other people's opinions, it's like you're being free on your own and you're like exploring your own life, discovering a new part of yourself, which I'm sure you did through like traveling and like, I feel like everyone says, when you travel the world, you find a part of yourself that you never knew you had. I don't know if that's true because I've been to like what, four or five places in my life. (laughs) But I really feel like that's a true thing because any following, like any follower like I have or any account that I follow about like traveling, they all say, I found a new part of me I don't know exist or I found peace in this area. It's all these different variations. But I don't know if that's true. It's 100% true. Because, so when I, when we went to exchange um, in 2015, I think it was, I had this illusion of what the world was like. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to Austria. What will it be like? Like I packed all my shampoo. I packed like toothpaste from here like thinking that they don't have toothpaste like (laughs) they had toothpaste but like I had to pack my brand and you go there and it's like everyone is just living their life here exactly the same way that we are living our lives like back in Australia and it's you meet new people you meet people who don't speak your language and you communicate with them and you realize that there is someone on the other side of the world who is living a life just like you are. Yeah. And it expands your mind in a way that you can't explain it till you go through it. So the number one thing that I recommend for you girls is once Corona's over, when you're if you can in high school or university, go on exchange to a foreign country where you don't speak the language and it'll be very enlightening yeah I think my dad always talks about that when he was in college he just kind of like 
did a lot of countries just all over Europe, all over like like Sweden and Switzerland and just like Denmark, all those sorts of like northern Nordic countries. And it really like opened his eyes and like saw the world in a different light. And it's so unreal to me thinking that like I'm sitting here at my desk, like doing homework or whatever. Somebody's in Paris or like literally in Austria, like you said, doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. And it like opens my eyes that like, we're all living the same life kind of we're just doing in different places it's yeah yeah, i just feel like there's two different ways to look at life like you said there's just like either you can i don't know how to say it how would you just either like think about how other people see you and just go off of that or just do your thing and just ignore what everyone else has to say about it just go your true path and not think about like kind of block everyone else out yeah you should mm-hmm. obviously to a healthy level yeah for sure like, it's, but yeah you should you should really just live your best life put yourself first and that's what's important and you can't do that till you move out yeah till till you are financially independent mm-hmm. and you are no longer asking your parents for money you can't do that yeah because when you accept money from somebody they are indirectly saying you owe me yeah then you're supported on them yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so the last question that we're going to go ahead and ask you is something we ask all of our guests how do you think growing up desi in a desi household affected the way you are now i think it was more humbling because you know, you go to school, you have different food, you look different, your hair's different, you have hair in places that they don't. And it's probably more humbling. I think if I didn't have that cultural difference growing up, I wonder how I would be now. Yeah, that, that's interesting like, to think yeah, about. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how would, how would we have all turned out? But um, it's impacted me in a humbling way i don't think i can ever imagine myself without my indian side because growing up my parents had this role so i'm south indian so i speak Telugu at home so my parents had this role that when i come home i cannot speak english that is the role if i speak english they like smack me like no 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 you can't speak it like i can't have it like speak Telugu. that's the only language you can speak at home and I feel like that's because they wanted me to be connected back to my roots in India since they grew up there and then they were raised a certain way. And like majority of the Indians in America, I feel like detach from those roots and have their own customs now away from like what we grew up with, like Diwali or yeah. like these pujas. Many of the Indian houses don't conduct those things and it's like different like different section I'd say I mean it's like okay I guess because different people are raised differently but my parents made it known like I have to learn this way or I have to live this way I have to learn this language just so that when I go back to my like India I would know what I'm saying I would know what I'm doing and not Mm -hmm. feel so foreign to like my homeland yeah 100% you should know like your language because just knowing your language like when you start traveling it, it makes it a lot easier like you see a person's eyes light up when you start to speak to them in their language. Like, language. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. If I could, like, you know, like, the sort of three wishes question, I used to be, like, so basic and just say, like, money or, like, a nice house or anything like that. But now I feel like the number one thing I would want to have is to, like, not learn every single language out there, but at least know, like, fluent Spanish or French or Italian. I feel like it'd be so much more interesting to go to these places and actually speak the language that they're they grew up with i feel like that's that's so unreal to me but i feel like that was like possible i would love to be able to do that oh same Mm -hmm. i wish i could speak like french italian Mm -hmm. german spanish that would be the dream yeah all right guys it is time to wrap up the episode thank you guys so much for joining us today as always we had a big blast be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, including at American Board Confused AC with periods between each word, and follow our personal accounts as well. Emails with any suggestions or feedback concerning our opinions, and tell us who or what you would like us to talk about. We'd love to hear your input and become part of our community. Priya, would you like to share your handles as well? You can find me at Hi, my name is Priya on Instagram and TikTok. All right, so be sure to follow her and look at her content. Be, uh, we love you guys so much, and stay safe, and be sure to tune in next week. Bye. Bye.